How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Drop us an intro for tonight. No, uh, no Ross tonight. Damn, just a couple of guys being dudes. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Did you watch even that trailer? Damn, Zach, where'd you find this? No, honestly, after you sent that there might be spoilers, I got scared. I don't know if there's spoilers in it, really. They showed a character that they hadn't shown, but they showed someone that we knew was going to be in this movie. Aaron Taylor Johnson, the guy who played played Quicksilver in that Age of Ultron movie. He's that dude that just whizzes by Hawkeye and takes all those bullets. So he was in it. He looks like he's just another soldier in it. Didn't you call him ATJ at one point? ATJ? I, th- yeah. I swear to God you called him that. Aaron Taylor Johnson? I <laughs> yeah, I think know. you called him ATJ. Anyway, it wasn't really that much spoiled, but you know what it looks like, man? It looks like same kind of vibes as even following or memento, just this like really grounded. Should I watch it then? It's three minutes too. It's really long. That's why I was kind of worried when I first watched it, but I didn't see anything really. There might've been like two or three scenes that I hadn't seen, but it was glimpses. And then everything else I've kind of seen in the marketing. I don't know how much of it they really. Okay. Let's get a live reaction. All right. Yeah. Do your live reaction. Do you want to like, are you just going to talk through it as you're watching or as soon as after you're done watching it? You know, we'll see where the world takes me. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to end up talking through it. <laughs> I'm about to hear. Let me, let me bring it up at the same time. Yeah, let's watch it together. Yeah. Let me get a water just so I'm ready. You know what's crazy is that the Warner Bros. account didn't even tweet this out. Found this on some random Spanish website, Twitter website. Like they posted the one with Travis Scott's single playing in the background. Are you at zero, zero, zero? I'm at zero, zero, zero right now. Okay. Okay. Wait, what? What were you about to tell me about the score before we start this? So what I was saying was in the NBA, when I first texted you, it was I was watching the game tonight, Clippers versus Mavs, and they played it in the it was like in the game, you know, like it was like an exclusive. But they had Travis Scott single behind in the background. This is the score. This is Ludwig. Oh, man, I don't want to butcher his name. Have, do you know how to say that guy's name? Ludwig Garris, the dude who does the Mandalorian score. He's doing this movie. That's pretty cute. Yeah. So I was saying this score is the one actually from the movie. It's not. I think T. Scott, his beat is in the movie, but I don't think he's singing in it. That'd be so jarring. <laughs> yeah, random. yeah. That's kind of how it was uh, with the with the Black Panther and the and the Kendricks. Like they only had the beat, but they never had him singing it till the credits. Exactly, and that's probably also you know who did that movie is the same guy. Ludwig Garrison. Fuck, I should look at What? Up his name, he man. did Black Panther 2? Yeah, he won an Oscar for that movie. That guy's a fucking G. He's like a Hans Zimmer fucking protege. Yeah, that's right. Ludwig Gorenson. Oh, okay. What? You know when- what? what? <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure we get this guy's name right. Because it's, it's the Yeah, because you are classically <laughs> horrible at names. You and Ross. Lud. I'm getting better. Ludwig. Van Beethoven. <laughs> and Emil Thomas. No, I see. Gorenson. Damn, dude. He makes fat beats and he's some fucking Bertle with long hair who looks like Jesus. Dude, he does a ton of Childish Gambino stuff too. Sweet. Bunch of hip hop songs. Huh. And he helped Kendrick with the beats on that. Dude, he's just a fucking genius, man. He plays all the instruments. Did the Mandalorian intro. What does he know about the streets? He ain't writing the lyrics. Just the... The sounds, bro. Just the fat beats. Yeah. 
when it has the O and the two dots above it, what is it? How do you like say it's that? Like shit? A, I don't know. I think it's like a O. Gorenson. 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 What did I say? Wasn't too far off. Okay. You said some shit like he was Jewish or something. Ludwig Gorenson. Okay. Ludwig Gorenson. Let's go with that. We just need to get him on the show and ask him. Down. All right. So, anyway, this guy's lineup Black Panther. He did Mandalorian. He's doing this. He's doing Black Panther too, I think, also. So, anyway. All right. We ready? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. I got it up, ready to go. So just okay. we'll do like a countdown. All right, three, two, one, go. Bro, that beat, dude, it's lit. Oh fuck! They really crashed that plane too. That was a real plane. Damn. What I was trying to say earlier is that it looks just in the same feel of all of his other movies where it's like that hyper-realism where it's this crazy world, but it feels it's real. His Batman movies felt like, those felt like they were in this world, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's how this one feels too, and it reminds me even of just Memento. You didn't watch Memento, did you yet? Yes. You did? Remember? Okay, so remember at the beginning where they show when he reaches down and picks up the gun, but it floats up to his hand? It's that yeah. same style. With this stuff, the same effects I bet they're doing. Because for this movie, they had to do every scene, and then they did every scene backwards as actors. They filmed it backwards. Do they film it backwards, or do they just go... They replay it backwards? They would be walking backwards, walking through their no. steps backwards. What? Yeah, bro. I know, to like get the get the angles and shit. So, so they'd be talking backwards like, And then they play it forwards, and it sounds okay. Imagine I don't fucking know about that shit. I'm sure that's somehow they dub, dude. I don't know how they do that. But. No wonder none of the actors understood their the whole concept because <laughs> they're speaking backwards the whole time. I know when <laughs> that'd be hilarious if that was the case. <laughs> I know, man. Like it's just it, it it totally looks like a movie where it's just like, all right, man, you just gotta trust him. To, hey, he's doing this high this new concept that hasn't been done in film. Even when they drop the gun bullet and pull it up or whatever. It just feels real in that. Yeah. That trailer didn't give a lot away, honestly. There's some type of portal where they can travel to the future, it seems like. Besides that, I don't, I don't even get it. They can travel to the future, but it distorts the person's reality somehow. Yeah, or people are given this ability to do this, and they're worried about someone else, some other group, the Russians or whatever that guy's fucking accent was. Yeah. They, they discovered it. Or, and they're probably going to try to use it. That's what I'm thinking. So it looks like a spy thriller, James Bond style, but with a little bit of this time travel bullshit that's not real, but it feels like it's probably built on real theories. And the way he makes all his movies are like that. If we looked into it, there's probably some real theory on time inversion or whatever this, this stuff is called. But you're right, dude. That Ludwig guy, he went <laughs> in on that shit. I was like, damn, dude, my time's running out. What's going on here? <laughs> For real, man. That guy, he was saying that there was when he was making it, he made it with Nolan. He said Nolan's such a genius that he understands notes and scores and instruments. And he said he would come up to him and be like, yeah, this one note right here, it kind of sounds off. And he would say that to Ludwig, who's an Oscar winner. Damn. Like, 
all right, bro. Yeah, you were right. This is wrong. And Lug, Ludwig wouldn't bitch slap him and be like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. No, he's like, this guy <laughs> understands like every aspect of his movies. He is in, he's involved with that and the process on how it's made. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, this, you know, like this guy must, this guy's the next up. He's one of them for sure. This composer, man. He, oh, yeah. But Christopher Nolan, goat. Yeah, man. It got 88% Rotten Tomatoes, too. That was what it started at. Yeah, but then what happened, dude? The, on uh, Still 88%. On Metacritic, didn't it get like 71 or something like that? Yeah, but I don't know. The thing with Metacritic is it only has a couple reviews, and a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies don't get rated that high on Metacritic. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Interstellar, for example, didn't have great ratings on either of them. Interstellar had 72%. Pretty good movie. Yeah, that's a fucking great movie. Well, good to know. I didn't know Metacritic is not the fucking official source. It's a good source. I think it's even saying that it got a 71 or whatever it says, that still means generally positive reviews, you know? So, and it's a small, it's only a small chunk of reviews. It's only 17. There's going to be... These ones are going to have 300 by the time this is all over. I thought critics were able to watch movies before anyone else or some shit. They did. They got the, they got press screening in the UK because this movie comes out in the UK like tonight. You know, oh. that's why. Or tomorrow or something. No, I think it's tonight. That's not fair. I know. That's what I was trying to tell you, that you should go and mute Tenet wherever you can. Because all these British fucks are going to be <laughs> ruining it. You're going to get, you know, it's going to happen, man, is you're going to get some asshole who hates Nolan, loves to hate on Nolan, and he's going to go read all the spoilers because he's not going to see the movie anyway and just start commenting it everywhere and spoiling it for everyone. I fucking British asshole with no lips. (laughs) One thing, too, that I did see, I saw multiple reviews say this shit, and I didn't read the article just because I was like, all right, this is either clickbait or they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They didn't understand the movie, but multiple of them called it humorless. And I was like, what are you expecting? Humorless? You go in there fucking wanting to laugh, guy? Are you serious? This isn't an MCU movie. Yeah, you want when you leave, you probably want to kill yourself. Like, (laughs) fuck, dude. They're talking about World War III and shit. This is some spy espionage stuff. And you can even see, even Robert Pattinson, I bet he's going to crack a couple jokes. Even his movies still have... A little bit. It's not a comedy. So what are we even talking about here? Yeah, humorless. Like that's not what people are going to see this movie for. We're going to see for these set pieces and these just this high this concept, man. What are you trying to do? What in the fuck? (laughs) So that was multiple reviews, and that was the first one. I woke up this morning at six a.m. because the reviews were posted. The embargo dropped early in the morning, um, and I wanted to get the score. You know, I wanted to get that news early. First one I saw was IndieWire, and they and the headline says "Humorless Spy James Bond Wannabe" or some shit like that. I'm like, all right, trash. Immediately, oh, goes there. dude, yeah. yeah, damn, delete. And then they doubled down on it. They made another post that I actually responded to because I was like, y'all need to stop. I get you're defending your writer and his really bad, probably bad take. Damn, that takes a lot for to get you to respond. It must have been. Fucking up, dude. Because, it, okay, this is what I said. It, their next follow-up tweet about Tenet is that it was like, Tenet is dividing critics. And I'm going and looking, right at that same time, looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score, 88%. Mm-hmm. 
Metacritic, 71% or 71 score. Both of those are still positive to generally positive. I go through, I did a whole tweet, checked all of his Rotten Tomatoes scores. It's literally in the top five of his movies, of his 11 movies. Top half of his movies, you know, it has a higher rating than like Inception and Dark, the Batman Begins, movies like that. It's it has a higher rating than Inception? Yeah. And Interstellar. Wow, I thought it was like a top tier. That, well, okay, here's what I'm trying to say is even all of his movies have really good ratings. He doesn't have a bad movie. Yeah, so book. it's in the top tier of the best ratings. Yeah, exactly. It's top five. And like in the top five was Dunkirk, Dark Knight, Memento was up there. Um, Insomnia was surprisingly above it too even. Are we going to talk about Insomnia? Are we doing that this pod? Are we talking about that, Zachary? Not tonight. We I'm ready for, to talk about it. We got to wait for Ross. We got to wait for Ross on this one. He watched Ross. Ross, that ship has sailed, dude. <laughs> he knew what we were doing tonight. Do you want to talk insomnia? I really do. Well, I do. But at the same time, it's like, I want to tell. I just want to say what my feelings are, but maybe we shouldn't. So we, we could wait on that, honestly. Well, I just want to say in terms of uh, Christopher Nolan movies, it was kind of straightforward. Very simple to follow, just a fucking interesting plot with and you're trying to figure out the killer. He's like, I'm just like you, and you're like, is he actually just like me? What or actually just like him? Was it like really an accident? And then he tells a story and and you're like, Oh no, you're just a total psychopathic fucking freak. <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> right. It's a good man, it's an underrated Nolan movie, I'd say. Like, I don't feel like enough people Okay, we'll do a little brief talk before we do like the actual review and all that. But without even giving away plot deals or any, no plot details, no talking about any of the surprises. I don't know if you knew any of that was coming, but um, it's definitely, I'd say, an underrated movie and it's cool. It's definitely different than the ones that we were talking about before where there's jumping around timeline. This one makes you think maybe it was going to do that. And it's very straightforward. Like you're saying, it's just the the situation's fucking with him in the head that he can't sleep and the weather, you know, it's sunny all the time in Alaska. That's just crazy, man. It felt like a very grounded Nolan concept. It was really grounded. Yeah. It didn't feel like out of here, like, like inner, who the fuck? No, I agree. Yeah. Like even, but the thing is, even with interstellar, man, he makes those movies feel very real and very grounded until there's the point in that movie where it's like, all right, you know, this is, some buck wild space shit. Yeah, like it's not like Interstellar. It's not like Batman. It's not like Inception, where it's just out of here, you know, where it's like, okay, not within the realm of our possibility. It's, yeah, like you said, really grounded. Yeah, not like big brain concept that you probably were dwelling on for. Yeah. Years. It's just a cool fucking story. And the entire time you're thinking, okay, how is this going to end? That's what I was thinking the entire time. I'm like, okay, this happened. What's going to end up to, you know, end up with? Definitely. It's definitely, yeah. It's, if you are listening to our pod right now and you haven't watched Insomnia, you should starring. And Al Pacino does a great role. Uh, All the actors do pretty good in that movie. I don't want to give away any details on all that, but it's a solid movie, man. And even Memento, too. So you watched Memento since we talked. Yeah. Memento, even that concept, too, man, the jumping around in your brain and literally feeling like you're waking up to a new day every time. I thought even in that movie, that concept that he did was very well done. Mm -hmm. I've no I have all the faith in the world that this spy thriller, he hasn't done really a spy movie. I'm just trying to think. He hasn't done anything that 
even I don't spy even know movie. Like, does Batman qualify? I was gonna say, like, Batman's kind of a detective and using tech, and then Inception's totally got spy vibes for sure. Incent- Inception is a total spy movie. Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. Actually, yeah, that's big brain shit. Yo, let's steal shit out of their dreams. This too, this one, this looks like this is the same genre. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I have all the faith in the world. I'm going to go see it August 31st. I'm trying to find a movie theater out here that will have it. I fucking, yeah. I'm not looking at, I posted that trailer on Culture Crave tonight. Haven't looked at any of the replies. I'm not even risking anything because I've been spoiled so many times on shit in my whole life, at least the past couple of years with internet. I had Han Solo's death spoiled to me a week before the movie came out because they did the same thing. And they dropped it somewhere else earlier, like a couple nights early somewhere else. Some foreign fuck spoiled it for you? <laughs> it could have been foreign. It could have just been some fucking white dude living down the street. Yeah, foreign people can be white. Yeah, a.k.a. the Brits. What else we even got on this? What other news happened this week that we can even... There's actually some good news this week, man. Like what? Filming dog Kathleen Kennedy. So Obi Wan Kenobi show limited series. Right now oh, it's recorded. I saw what, this. What do you think? Four episodes. That means it's going to be good. I'm with you, dude. You're the first person who agreed with me on this. No one thinks what? People don't think it's going to be good. I was in shock when I looked at the replies to this one on Culture Crave and on Instagram. Man, people were so negative. Everyone's like, "Fuck Kathleen Kennedy." She's ruining everything, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, four hours, one hour each episode. That's two movies almost. And you don't have filler bullshit. Really good, really well put together. That means they have four hours to focus on a concept. Yeah, and how much is really going to happen in his 19 years? He's in fucking isolation, man. He's not trying to be discovered. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I thought... When I heard that, I was like, Damn, okay, it's like not like a mini series, but it's like a little, I don't know how to explain it. A limited series. It's just a one-off. Yeah. Watchmen. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that means it's going to be really good. <laughs> That's what yeah. I thought. And they're bringing back Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Like, I just figured, wow, it's going to be fire. Bringing back <laughs> Ewan McGregor, limited series, chronic. Uh, that's dude, same way. Because if you told me ten years ago we were actually gonna get to see him again, I would never believe you. I figured that they were Yeah. Yeah. For real. They should have announced when they bought Star Wars, if they had announced this over more movies, honestly, dude, looking back, when they announced more movies, I was like, fucking amazing. Cause I never thought that was gonna happen either. But even since then, I never really thought they might actually do the Obi-Wan series. It was like rumored forever. And it's been in development for years, dude, like five years. So it always felt like, okay, maybe they can't actually figure out a concept for this. Because a movie does feel too short. Four episodes, though, you make them an hour, hour and 15, man. Dude, why are we complaining? We're getting Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. And he was the best part of the fucking prequels. Yes, dude, he is the best. Him and (laughs) Qui-Gon. Yeah, actually, yeah, that is pretty spot on that they were... Well, and I really liked Mace Windu, but we didn't get enough Mace Windu, man. Yeah, Mace Windu wasn't big enough for us to really say. I mean, we all loved him, but it wasn't enough for us to be like, we need him back. Yeah, because he just really embodied that role. He did it really well, even with some of that dialogue and the shit. He was very convincing as a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm excited to see the transition because he says he's going to play it closer to Alec Guinness. He's going to play it closer to an old Obi-Wan. And Really? 
the repercussions and like probably dude he probably feels order 66 is half his fault you know so he's gonna be dealing with some trauma yeah he's gonna be a depressed ass motherfucker yeah some ptsd too man because he just went through that war i have a strong feeling on this that they they're taking their time with this man they even they fired the first writer because they were like no this isn't this isn't good enough. But what is he going to be doing in that time frame? Just fucking up Tuscan Raiders, jacking off in his dark little hut. <laughs> what, what's he going to be doing? Uh, well, so <laughs> in in canon, you want me to tell you some canon stories in between? Yeah. Okay, fucking so fire away. There is, I can think of two stories that are still considered canon because they were introduced by Disney. One they both involve Luke. So it's kind of like he's still looking after Luke, but very low key. And that's probably what we're going to see is the reason why his uncle doesn't let him even go hang out with Ben Kenobi. You know, like how his uncle had that kind of like animosity towards him because there has they have to show what happened with that. And one of the stories is Luke basically, he sees someone trying to get robbed and he's like a kid, dude, and he still tries to stop it. Young Luke. And that's the thing that he rescued him, and that was the thing that inspired him because he realized, okay, there is this kid is good, and he can be different than his dad, and so that got him to get back on track. And another one, he three stories actually. So the second one, he fights this Wookie bounty hunter who's after something out there, and it ends up crossing paths where his family lives because they're out in the boonies out of nowhere. And then the third story is he kills Maul finally, and they showed that in the animated series. So what maybe what you could do. This would I, this is a concept I was thinking of too. Is you do four hours and you do kind of four little stories over those nineteen years. The animated series isn't canon anymore, is it? This this is from the new animated series, yeah, Rebels. So it's canon. Oh, yeah, and you should watch it. It's badass. He baits Maul by doing Qui Gon stance. He'll think that he has an advantage on Qui Gon stance, and then mid attack, he just switches it up and just slices up through this dude's body, like. Whoop. <laughs> like what? Like what? Like through his lightsaber and fucking everything, man. <laughs> roasted that guy through the chest. Whoop! Got his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck him. So I agree, though. I think that this is. I think it's a good idea. I I see four episodes, and I didn't get worried at all about that. But if there's the fucking cannon with Obi Wan killing. Um, Maul again or whatever. Yeah, again, right. Does that mean they're going to just redo it in the live version or will it be other shit and not that? Will they redo it? I don't know. You're right. Those are the three stories. So I don't know if they would do that one over again because it is an animation already and that is canon and it was well done for animation. It was one of the best scenes probably in that show, Rebels, which I don't know. I've never really watched that show, but so I don't think so either that they might stay away from that story. But we do know Maul's out there. He's alive. He was in Solo. So it would be weird if they crossed paths multiple times before that, you know. So it definitely felt like a moment where they hadn't seen each other in like 40 years. And you know how pissed Maul would be to see him. Not 40 years, but 20 years. Yeah. You're the motherfucker that cut me in half. <laughs> yeah, do you imagine this being... Just being so angry that you are cut in half, but you somehow keep yourself alive because you're of sheer anger. Just pissed off. I know. (laughs) I can't even use my dick anymore. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) My dick doesn't fucking work. Imagine. You think he has to get a 
Man, what do they do in Star Wars? I bet they have some shit, man, where you can get like a cyborg dick that has nerves and stuff, so you still somehow feel it. Like, like your brain in the feeling. It ain't it. Same, yeah, it, it ain't it, but... Yeah, dude, you can't fucking blow nanobot loads. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same, dude. <laughs> It's not the same. It's not, man. It doesn't no, feel as good. I've never done it, but I tell you right now, it don't feel as good. It'd be like a ghost slim, bro. You know, it's it ain't there, man. It ain't really there. Imagine jacking off your fucking robot dick, dude. You'd have calluses the size of fucking apples, dude, on your hands. Like, ow. <laughs> ow. Fuck my guy. I don't even what else. I don't know if we have anything else. This is definitely a little Nice little comeback show after fucking, I don't know how long it's been. Damn, it's been a minute. Cheers. <laughs> it's been a minute, dude. I don't got anything in front of me, but... Dude, DC is such a mess right now. Yeah, what's going on with them? Fill us in. Just like what we talked about the other day, they're doing that stuff now with this Flash movie with two Batmans in it. Like, oh, they're yeah. The demand, literally just the demand. It's like, yeah. we're making a Flash movie. No one cares about Ezra Miller, so we need to turn it into a Batman movie. That's 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 what I'm getting my vibe from this. And the Batman that no one gives a fuck about, too. Which one? Ben Affleck. Dude, exactly. He was so mid as Batman. His fight scenes were cool. No one asked for him back. That last fight scene in uh, Batman vs. Superman, fire. 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 But, but I don't know if we need ben affleck again <laughs> i'm not even i'm right there with you man that fight scene was legit but it's not like that's gonna turn his whole fucking career as batman around it wasn't even him that was a stunt double too i'm sure yeah true facts yeah, <laughs> yeah for real man like his batman even in justice league was so they tried to make him comedic and which was so different yeah that's like for real director I know he was like so like serious and shit and fucking Batman vs Superman depressed and like yeah, fucking... I know. And then all of a sudden he's like all fucking cracking jokes and shit. I like, know. I was like, what the fuck, dude? They were so trying to go for that Avengers shit with because it was it was the same director as the first Avengers movie. It was Josh Whedon or Josh Whedon or whatever that fucking. Oh movie. really? Yeah, yeah. Is because Zack Snyder left the project. And then they just fired him pretty much. And oh now they're trying to bring God. him back for this other Justice League cut, which is going to be, dude, you know, how good can it really be? I'm sorry. Someone's going to be so offended I'm saying this, but how good can it be? Literally, Batman vs. Superman was trash. Tell us I'm how you sorry. really feel, Zach. It was bad, man. The one only movie, the only scene that I remember is what we're talking about, that Batman scene. In the warehouse. In the warehouse, yeah. Amazing. Probably the best Batman fucking fight scene of all time. Yeah, I'm we're willing just to say that. slapping those motherfuckers. Yes, dude. He was killing guys. I was like, I'm into this Batman. I'm into that, dude. Batman probably has killed people. Come on. I know, dude. It's such a fucking farce to say Batman never kills a motherfucker. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. This guy's got issues, man. He dresses up as a bat. Of course he's killed someone. A batarang to the dome. <laughs> or getting ran over by that tank truck yeah dude like think of the collateral exactly he's killed someone by collateral 100 he's probably ran over a couple little girls by collateral on accident yeah or homeless people and them <laughs>
No, yeah. there's no way he has. Or he's just beating <laughs> the shit out of some dude. What about brain damage? He's probably giving hella dudes hospital bills for days. Yeah. <laughs> That's why everyone hates him. <laughs> so it ain't that hard for me to believe that he'd kill someone. Yeah, I agree, dude. He's yeah. a killer. Stone Cold <laughs> bat shit killer. But man, the rest of that movie in Justice League was bad. Ezra Miller's Flash was so cringe, man. I Someone replied to me and said that, yeah, but that was in Josh, Josh Whedon's version. But come on, how different is he going to be in another one? He could do the whole 360-degree turn like we just talked about in Batman. They just make him hella serious. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I doubt I doubt they're going to do that with him. He's just such a goofy fuck. There's no way. <laughs> Maybe he starts running like fucking Usain Bolt, dude. Who fucking knows? <laughs> they need to fix his running, dude. That is unbelievable that they let that shit go on. If I seen this dude running like that while he was filming it, I'd be like, dude. Come on, you ever ran in your life? What are you flailing? What in the fuck? What are you running from? The one thing I'll say, it's Andy Muschietti who directed the It movie, both of It movies. And the first It movie is a solid horror movie, you know, like a solid adaptation of that book. Second one's not bad. Oh, so you think he's going to do a good uh, interpretation of The Flash? I'm just saying I don't think he picks up this goofy-ass character if he doesn't think he could do a pretty good take on it, that's, you know, like, and they're giving him rain. They're saying, Hey man, you can bring back Batman's do whatever the fuck you want. The DCU is a mess anyway. Just do something. Just different. make it good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just do something like do whatever you can to make it semi good. <laughs> yeah. We don't give a shit if it's really connected or not. Whatever, dude, do your thing. Yeah. 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 Cause they're already rebooting all that stuff with Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. Cause that's a whole different universe now. So they're basically starting over again. So they don't give a shit. They're pretty much at this, at this point, they're like, all right, Wonder Woman movies making a lot of money. Aquaman's making a lot of money. Let's just give this shit a shot because we don't know what's going on with Superman, Batman in that Ben Affleck universe. We can have two different Supermans, five different Batmans, five <laughs> different Wonder Womans. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck it, dude. Who cares? You know what it is? They've probably all seen how good the Spider-Verse was. And they're like, all right, well, we can't do that with animation right now. So let's just copy it live action. Let's roll with it. Maybe you're right. Spider-Verse was fucking fantastic movie, man. Into the Spider-Verse? Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. It was a good movie. Anyway, so tomorrow, though, basically there's a new Wonder Woman trailer. It's apparently going to be the first real look at Cheetah is what I've been hearing. There's going to be some stuff with Aquaman. There's going to be some stuff with the new Suicide Squad movie starring like Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, all that shit. And then there's the Batman new teaser at 5.30. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. And that's I know, what I want to see. Yeah, that, that's, that's why that one's at the very end. They know that's the primetime shit, 5.30 p.m. West Coast time. Definitely. That's what I want to fucking see. I know Ross is going to be all big hype on the video game, too. There's a new Batman video game coming. Okay. Big reveal on that, too. Yeah, <laughs> Luke's like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, no. I ain't got time for that. The last thing, this is fucking some cool news, some good 2020 news. Sasha Baron Cohen, he was spotted wearing Borat shit, man. Oh, hell yeah. You see that? Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I don't. I want to know what that is because that, that movie, That's going to be lit, dude. <laughs> that movie is... You could I'll, probably prank a bunch of fucking old people who never fucking 
Like, like who wouldn't know? Yeah, like you probably you could probably prank Biden and he wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. He do a bunch of. I, I hope he does it with the current state of the world. Like this is a time where yes, he's like, dude, right, I could bring back my character because there's this world is just whack right now. It'd be funny to see what Borat would do in this situation. Yeah, with some like COVID shit or with like <laughs> yeah. Trump shit going on and Biden shit going on. Oh exactly. man. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> like expose some politician. Yes. He wanted to suck my dick. It was very nice. <laughs> just, dude, definitely. Or he's doing, because he's definitely doing something right now. He even went to like a Trump rally the other day and trolled all of them, like went up on stage and was doing something. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi tried to pull her juice spell on me. <laughs> It did not work. (laughs) The big orange man came out on stage. (laughs) He said something about go home, brown people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, dude. I think... I think we got a good pod here. I think we're good. Yo, we're trending in Norway right now. Fuck yeah. What? And Croatia. We we ain't put out a pod in like... What What up? What up, you croat bitches? What's up, you (laughs) Norwegian motherfuckers? (laughs) Dude, we got nothing. Shout out Braxton, though, our boy always. That's his second review, man. Shout out, man. Yo, Brax. Brax the boy. Brax the boy. Brax the boy, cheers to you. He wants us to do anime. Naruto. Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you gotta we'll have to do a little, you know, give Ross like a little Ross, Yeah, Ross can have his own little fucking deal. I'm sorry, I can't review I don't have time for that. I watched you know what I actually watched a movie the other day. It was called Akira. Very good. Akira! I, I might watch like a fucking movie, but I cannot watch a series. I do not have time for a series. This was I'm a movie. Sorry. A movie, and it was made in 1988, but dude, the animation, the the fact that even, and then I Googled it and I forgot that Taika Watiti is doing a movie on this. Like he's trying to do an adaptation, but like the animation is one of those things where they must have, they might have invented this style, but when they're whizzing, because it starts out like with the biker gang and biking and shit, but they do that stuff where those those light trails off the off the vehicles. What's the name of it? Akira. 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 Yeah. A K I R A. I R A. Danielle didn't like it. I thought it was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Akira. Damn, that is old as fuck. Nineteen eighty eight, man, but it looks. It's a beautifully done movie. Beautiful animation. The guy who was one of their main animators was 21 at the time, too. Like, I'm very impressed with this movie. The plot is... The plot's pretty good, but it's it's really just... You just kind of appreciate them, the style that they did it because you see it so much now. It's it's They've really popularized this kind of style that you're going to see in it. So, and it's on HBO Max. That's why I watched it. Well, then I can watch it because I have HBO Max. That's cute. Yeah. At Ross's recommendation. Ross recommended that to you? He said, if I haven't watched Akira, then if there's, you know, besides the Ghibli movies, which I very much enjoy, I love all the movies I've honestly seen from that whole, from that studio. But he was saying, if you haven't, if you want to watch something from a different studio, he said this one was really well done. So I was like, all right, 
check it out because it was on HBO Max. I watched it. Don't watch it with the English. Watch it. Um, du- not dubbed, subbed. What? Watch it with subtitles. Don't watch it. Uh, it sounds really weird with fucking little American voices. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. all right, bro. That's the show today, y'all. Word. All right, we out of here. Peace.